Welcome everybody <coughs> to this uh, event. It's a big zakut to introduce Rabbi Rube Weifter to uh, speak to us. Um, <coughs> long time ago, I learned from the Shabbat called Beriakol. Whenever I tell anyone I learned from the Shabbat Beriakol, Revolva, they think it's impossible because it means I was there 40 years ago. That seems like a long time ago. But 40 years ago, I was uh, learning in Beria Kol, and uh, I was a young man of 18 or so, and um, I didn't really fully understand Revolva. And there was an older Abraham named Rabbi Ruben Lefter, who was uh, me and helped me out a lot. And I owe a lot to him for opening my eyes to understanding the ways of Revolva. And I've been advising with him on uh, different areas of mental health over the years. And I think it's a uh, great support to have his insight in how a we should look at mental health as it fits in with Musar and the proper outlook. Interesting, a few uh, weeks ago, I was at a uh, conference of mental health professionals called Nefesh, and I met a therapist there, and he asked me, did you ever see Revolva's uh, Ma'amar on psychiatry and religion? I told him the truth is I didn't. And he sent it to me. And I was uh, going to Eretz Yisrael, and I said, I'm going to take it on the plane to read. It's a nice, nice long Mamar and hard Hebrew. The first half was a little esoteric. I said, okay, I read the first half going, now I'll read the second half coming back. And I actually went to a bulbous cave the last day I was there. And I asked him for Siat Nishmaith, they left me. And I'm reading through this Mamar over here. What's very interesting is three different times he talks about the importance of having Rabbanim trained in areas of mental health. Uh, at the end, he says, Anu chosrim kan I'm going to once again repeat the demand that we should we should have groups of rabbis to give them the basic knowledge on the, the confusions of the soul. To know how to prevent suicide, etc., and to how to deal with people that tried suicide and weren't successful, etc. And he repeats it three different times the importance today that Rabbanim have some basic understanding in mental health. This was written, I don't know, 40 years ago, 30 years ago. No exact show was written in time, but the show have changed. Israel Hashem will get some more insight from Rabbi Leifel, who is one of his uh, prized Talmudim. We learned with him for maybe 20 years or so. So, with uh, having further ado, it's a couple of things. Thank you, Rabbi. When you speak about uh, mental health and Musa, we have first to have a clarity on what Musa speaks. Where do you work? Where is the area you could work in a way of Musa with yourself? So I want to look at that from what the Masidas Shom says. He says that the Avodah is like the a maze or a labyrinth, the question where you're living. Uh, it's like a which you have to find your way. So, first and foremost, the Messina Shalom says 
that the Etzim of Hashem speaks only to people which want to enter. Then a person which doesn't want to enter, he is not wanting to reach the center. So then you don't speak Avodah Hashem. Avodah Hashem you speak in a case where there is a desire that you want to reach. And then you are in the Ganam Mubuch. But when someone is not interested in Avodah and his situation makes that he is totally estranged from the whole thing, so the work with Musa in that sense is not so relevant. Musa. You have to try to convince him things like so. You see already that Musa is not an overall trufa, not overall what you do in Musa. But that's not the main point. I only wanted to first clarify that you shouldn't think that the Musa you learn in Yeshiva so like this is applicable in every single situation you face. The first have to want to work, want to do Avodat Hashem. There's another thing, which is called that you work with your Midot. That means you have Midas in your life, which these Midas you have to utilize. So that could be even without Avodat Hashem, because you have to relate without thinking about Avodat Hashem. You have to relate at home to your children, to your wife. You have to relate to the customer. You have to relate to other people. You have to do things in the world. That also can be a place of work. Yeah? doesn't have to do so much with Musa in that sense. Well, Musa, because Musa is a, a thing which goes towards Abu Hashem. But it's also a similar thing that you work with your means. But the main point in that Moshe of the Ganda Mabuch is that the whole point is there that you are facing a a conflict that means you are facing a place where the different ways are going in different directions and you have to choose a direction. And there, that's what he says, there you have to make a judgment. You have to try to think, what do I do when I'm facing a decision? Two ways in front of me and I have to face a decision and I have to try to think what do I have to do? So that's the main point of everything which is called, is it Avodat Hashem or is it Musel or is it any Avodah is? You speak to the Pchira of the person. The person is standing in a place of Pchira. There he is standing. And you have to speak to that point of the Pchira of the person. You should make the Pchira in the right way. That is what Avodah Hashem is about, and that is what every Avodah is about. You have to find a way that you are um, comfortable or um, in a certain way secure, that you are making a right decision. So that's the basis of Avodah. Now, the point of, of mental illness, mental, a person, a person who is mentally not healthy, he is not able to make a prayer. He's not able. He's caught in a place where the possibility to make a prayer is gone. He has no possibility to make a prayer. So in Mele, 
Those are two different areas of helping a person. You have to help a person that he should be able, again, to be a goichel. So that's what you do when you treat a person for mental illness. He lost in his place, we'll speak about that, he lost in his place the ability to be a goichel, and you try to help him that he should get out of that dangerous situation that he's caught in something. He can't choose. There are no two ways in front of him. So that he loses in a certain way his human being. Because a human being is a boycha. That's what the human being is about. You can have a bhira. That means you see that there are two ways in front of you. But mental illness makes that you do not see that. You can't see it. There's only one way. There's only one thing which dominates your thought process. That doesn't have to be 24-7, but it dominates your thought process in certain areas. There's only one way, and there's no clear in front of you. So that has to be very clear that those are two different things. Abu Dhabi doesn't, any avoider does not speak to that. It's a, a realm which is not, you have to make the person, you should make the right decision. The person makes no decision. Because that's what mental illness is about. He makes no decision at all. He's caught somewhere. Huh? So there you have to be careful. That with this distinction, we'll speak about that. This distinction is the basic distinction between Abodar or any Abodhis or any um, development as a personality and mental illness. Because mental illness is not dealing with that, that you do the right, to, you make the right decision. Mental illness is dealing with that, that it should give back to the person the possibility that he should make any decision in that realm where he's caught. Yeah? Okay. So I was sitting as a young man by Ravolbe, and Ravolbe was, and now you have to be very careful, Ravolbe was pushing me on that, that I have to read books on psychiatry. Not that he wanted me to be a psychiatric doctor. Only in order to get a feeling for that, what are the circumstances where I have to suspect that there is mental illness going on? Why do you have to know that? Why do you have to know? Why do you have to know that uh, that uh, that's why you have to know whether it's, it's not okay, so he's sick or not sick. You don't have to learn as a mashgiach, you don't have to learn all the different possibilities of any bodily um, illnesses, and you don't have to know that. So, why do you have to know a mental illness? So it's not because I, when he's sick, he's sick, so what shall I do? But I will try to do my best in working and encouraging him. So, when that doesn't work and he, has, he's, he gets um, it gets out of control, so we'll, we'll die then. So why do I have to know that before? The point is because when you are encouraging a person, when you try to encourage a person to make the right decision, but he is not capable to do that, you are about to endanger his life. That is a life-threatening situation. You could push a person over the cliff yeah, that you could do. And you try with a good-hearted approach, you try to be very nice, 
and you try to do the right thing, but this is not enough. And you can't rely on that, that they only want Lashem Shomai, and they only want to do the right thing, and that Mir Hashem will work. You can't rely on that, because there are certain circumstances when you encourage a person, it's like putting salt into an open wound, and it gets worse. And your encouragement makes things worse. So, what's muscle? I will, I will, I will speak about that. So that uh, and the encouragement can make things worse. So it has to be careful not to do that. Yeah? The longest is is like this that I try to change, to tell a person, look, you'll be stronger a little bit, and you'll. Learn a little bit, like say, let's say a person comes to me with a depression. We'll speak about that. What are the signs of that, or what are what 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 are this, what is happening to a person um, uh, when he uh, when he when he has this problem? But he comes to me with a, with a depression that is very depressed and he's not active and he feels that he really can't do anything. And then I tell him, you know, okay. You will, you will have a chizuk, and perhaps you learn, and that will be a satadishmaya. And I really mean it. I don't, I don't want to be any mean person. I want to be the right person. And I really mean that I want to help the person that is able to do something. That is a, uh, he's not able. That means he's not able to learn. He's not able to do. He's not able to be active. And now he feels that he gets um, pushed away from me, because I make him feel that he is not connected to me, because whenever I tell him, you know, I have to do the right decision, that that will be okay, learn a little bit, and he's not able to do it, he will be, he will feel more disconnected from the world. The way he's already disconnected, because he can't be active, and he lost that anchor point too. He lost me too. And that is a place where you could push the person in isolation. And then he has to find a solution for himself. And once again, the solution for himself is very dangerous because a person which is totally isolated, he is not able to bear that. And he'll do things to himself which are not recommended. Yeah? That happened, uh, for example, when you have a, a, a... That is the point of this connection which you have to feel to the person which is sick and that you can't do that when you are not professional, but that happens once in a while by a, by a person which is which is in the real depression and only the family wants to, they don't want to make that public, you know, I understand that, and they want to encourage the person and he gets more and more isolated and then the family pushes the person over the cliff. And that happened several times in my lifetime with other people. Yeah? People were pushed into jumping off the roof. They were pushed towards that because people wanted to help them. But they wanted to help them with encouragement and it will be okay and we are here for you and you have to know that it's a good thing and where you are able and I believe in you and you really can do it and they wanted to encourage the guy and the guy can't do it. You cannot do that. You cannot, you lost your prayer. You cannot do it. And then all this encouragement is turned over into a big scream against him that he's worth nothing 
and he is only isolated more and more, and that is a very dangerous situation. Yeah? So the normal, for example, the normal, the normal um, advice a person which is suffering from depression is that not the family should take care of a person which is in a danger of making a suicidal attempt or something like this. The family is not the right person or the right, the right people to deal with that. It's not. Because the only thing the family can tell the guy is, you know, what do you do to us? And it will be so, and we so much love you and you can't do it. And that makes him more isolated, more isolated. And you don't want that. You want to help the person, but you don't know how. You don't know how do you do that. And you do it out of a good-hearted approach and you make 180 degrees the wrong approach. Life danger. Life danger. You can kill a person. And so my mother, when I was a Mashgiyah, because I deal with Bochim, I had to know my limitations. Not that I treat a person which is mentally ill. I don't do that. I do not. Never ever. I do not, because that's not my business. It's not the thing which I can do. You need to be professional for that. You have to know what you are doing. In these days, you have also the aid, the, 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 the possibility that you have medical aid for that, but you can't take, you can't take pills. That was by the time Mashkir wrote that 50 years ago. By the time 50 years ago, you really didn't have all these psychoactive drugs the way we have today. And you have Halido, that's what was available, I think. So, so, so it was a very, it, the whole situation was very different. But the, the, the basic situation today is the same thing. Because you can't interfere with your own personality and with your own thought and what you think is the best thing to do. And I understand you that you want that. But your whole approach of approaching another person is always based on that, that you want to enhance his decision. You know, you could decide, decide. I will tell you, you can do it. I believe in you. You can do it. And when you are caught in a place where you can't do it, this whole believe in you, I can do it, that turns over into a very sad and a very aggressive screaming at the person. Just imagine, yeah? Just imagine, someone tells you, you can do it and you definitely can't do anything. And you hear, no, I believe in you, you can do it. This is a terrible situation for a person, for the interaction with a person. You may not do that. You may not. No, you may not. Because Avoide speaks to the Pchira of the person. And that person lost that point of Pchira. He can't. He cannot, um, he cannot work with his prayer and then your words of encouragement are words of a you call that a farce in front in french i think in, in, in english too it, it becomes a farce it becomes a a total uh, very aggressive statement for a person which he's not able to take in he's not able to do that so that's why you have to know that there are limitations of your own work. You want to help people. You are in charge of helping people. You are in charge of working with your bochim or with a 
people around you, you are in charge of that, and you want to do that in the best way possible, and you mean it really. You want to do the best, and all your motivations are Kurdish Kodoshi, but you're going down the wrong way. Okay, so you have to be very careful. Good. So now, so, so when that is the case, so, so that you have to be careful. We will speak about that afterwards a little bit more. But there's another thing you have to be careful. And the other thing is that where you are able to work, you have to find a way to work. Yeah? You can't now say, okay, we heard a nice, nice drosha, and we heard what the Barab Wolbe said, that you, are, you have to be careful not to make a mistake. So, I don't want to have any troubles, you know. I, I am a very big I'm nervous. I have, I am, I, you know, I want to do the right thing. So, I don't deal with anything, any, any problem which comes to you. I, I just refer it to the, to the psychiatrist. You know, then you do a terrible job. Not a terrible job, you do the wrong thing too. It's also the wrong thing to do. Because when you can help with clearer, when you can do that, you are obligated to do that. And the obligation to do that is double. First, the obligation of doing that is you are educating the person that in any situation which he will face, he will search for a place or for a possibility to work with a situation. Yeah, that's very important. Very important. And second, a person which is already called, let's say even a person which is called in a place where he is not well, the moment he goes for treatment and he gets support, there is a big place for you as an educator that you are working further with the person. You have to be involved further. This, I don't know what's going on in America in the mental health care, but this is a thing which once in a while is neglected today because you have such good psychoactive drugs that you think you take the pill and it's okay. It's never okay, because that's the whole point. The person lost his ability to be human, and then he takes a drug, and now he can be boycha. Boycha in what? Now you have to help him. Now it's your job to help him. You have to help the person that is making the right positions now and further. You just can't rely on drugs, because you have to try to help him that he makes the right decisions. So that is your very nice. So that is your obligation that you have to. You are obligated to do that. That you. You'll tell me how far I can go. How's it? It's good. Good. So you have to. You have to do that. That you have to help the people. You are obligated. That you can't take yourself out. You can't say no. I will not. I will not do that. I am. I have here a shrine. And it's a sakanat nefashot, and I will not do this job. You can't do it. You have to go into this difficult work, and you have to try to help the person to make the right decision. But only after he can make a decision. Now, now, how do you how do you see that? What does it mean? He can make a decision or he can't make a decision? What does it mean? How how can you see that? So it is a, a question of a skill also that could be that you are, have a certain skill, I don't know, a feeling that like all these people, they have a feeling for what's going on. 
but it is a thing which you could learn. But it's based on, a, on an approach to Avodat Hashem, to the whole thing, which you are not used to. And people today are not used to, and this is one of the biggest obstacles in this whole sugya of mental illness and musal. People are not used that Avodat Hashem, you have to listen to reality. People are not used to that. They think you have to listen to the book, or you have to listen to the Maasim for the doing, you know? And when they, when the God did that, and then I will tell you, you can't do it, and you have to do what the other one did, or what it says in the book, or whatever it is, then you will be able to override reality. Rabbi Isai, you will be never able to override reality. You can't. The Bureau made the reality real. You can't override that. You have to work with the reality. You cannot. And one of the most prevalent approaches which are fostering mental illness is that you neglect reality. You just neglect it. You say it's not important. The main point is what? That is not a, that does, is no chazal like this. It's not ever ever there was never ever mentioned a chazal like this. I will not go into that. There's, you will find it in the Oitzrachokmo. You won't find it. You find it in some in, in some letter which someone wrote to someone to be mechazal. That's right. You will find it there. But in chazal, you don't find that. There's no no way. No way. I will not speak about that now. Otherwise, you will jump up and, and attack me. But, uh, but, but, but no, you can't. By me, it says a different. What? I don't know. I can't build my whole Yiddish type on my salah, which you say that he said. I have things written. You know, by me, it's very important this one. That one, but all these books which say, I heard that he heard that the other one said that he heard, and then he's heard that the other one heard, and were 10 characters ago. I can't build my Hashem, and I can't build life dangerous situations out of Sipurim which have no feet and no hands, you know, which most of the Sipurim which are printed in books are not true, most of them. That's what the Hasidim say, you know, not me, okay? So say, okay, so I can't build my Yiddish type from there. I can't do that. Now, wait, wait. So, so, so we are there. You have to take it into in, in the, in the reality. The Messiah Yashalem says that Hazal say, what is that? What is Avoid Hashem? The, the Cheshbon of Avoid Hashem is you have to be, you have to measure. You have to measure schar aveir of the negative seido. What is that schar aveir? What does it mean? What is schar aveir? It's the pleasure you have out of aveir. This is written in any book. Could you tell me a book which writes about the pleasures of making aveir? When you have such a book, please, you recommend it to me. I will read it every day. But there's no such book written. So when you want to base your Avodat Hashem out of written literature, 50% of the demand is lacking for sure. Because not one safer in the world is written about Schal Avera. It's only your personal life. It's your life situation. 
and the hefset mitzvah is no, there's no sacred, and you don't have to read the Chazal like this. That's the way you read. You have to make shaykel then. That's the way you read. No, the Gemara has no nigu. Both sides are important equally. On their own, otherwise, it's not keneged. You can't say keneged That's not keneged because it's absolutely not the same thing. The hefset mitzvah is as important as schor, and the schar avera is as important as hefseido. In your avodah you thought once about that one. No, never. Because you only say, how sweet is it to double? How great it is to love? How inspired Rabdon Segal is? How great was Rabchaim Falaji? How big that was? That's what you do day and night, in and out. You try to convince yourself that there are no problems in Avoidus Hashem. You are against Chazal. You are against Chazal in Boba Basra. You are against that. You will be not Matzliach. You can't be Matzliach against Chazal. You can't. And people think they can. I only think about Schar Mitzvah. I only think about Hefzed Avera. That's it. You are against Chazal. By me personally, a person which goes against Chazal is Apikoyles. That's right. So I don't want to call you an Apikoyles. But you are against Chazal. Okay. Kibalta. Kanahal. Pasha. Kibalta. So that's, no, that's what it is. People go 180 degrees against Chazal because they think the Hefzid Mitzvah is unimportant and the Scharabeira is unimportant. Never mind what you feel, never mind what you think. The main point is you should have a chizuk in learning, and that will make the job. It will not make any job. No, it will not. Because you neglect 50% of what you have to take into Cheshbon. That's what it says. Huh? I, I, didn't, I was not Bechadish, that's what, that what Chazal said. Okay? So the taking into account the reality is a big part, is at least 50% of the part of our Avodah Hashem. And when we don't do that, we will never discern that someone lost his prayer because we think it's not important where you are holding, whether you feel great or you feel difficult, whether you have a difficult I You know what's the right thing to do? Yes, I know. So please do it and be mischazek to do the right thing. But this is achzorius because the life situation he's caught in is that things are so difficult that he's not able to do it. Yeah? He's not able to do it. We don't see that. You can't see it. You can't see it because you try to convince yourself and others that only the righteous thing to do that is what counts, and everything else has to be neglected. And then you'll never see the reality of the Avodah Hashem, and you'll never see the possibility that the person lost his prayer because you 
don't take into account at all that there is something there which makes the person not able to do the thing. You don't take that into account because the thing is clear. You have to learn, you have to daven, so what? Please do it. I heard told over, you know, when you, when you know, I, I, don't, I don't know whether you saw that once, but perhaps you know. People in the Haredi community think like that. When you have an eating disorder, so the most, that's not so much to get to walking, that much more to get to girls. But the eating disorder is a life-threatening situation. The whole anorexia called that. Perhaps you saw one, someone dying from that. Yeah. But the Al-Haredi people think it's not as an eating disorder. You simply have to encourage him, please eat. And you have to encourage him to eat and that will go. It will not. It will not go. And you kill the person like this. You kill him. I don't know what it is. You saw someone, someone which died from that. Yeah? People are dying from that. No, you can't encourage only. The person lost the prayer. The person is caught in a place where there are no two ways. So you can't encourage. It's the right thing to eat. For sure. It's even geschmack to eat. For sure. It's a very natural thing to eat. For sure. But the person can't. It doesn't go. Yeah, you can't. Mental illness. Come people along, which are through, and they say, no, there's no mental illness. You simply have to encourage a girl to eat. And then she'll eat. No, she won't. And she'll die. Yeah? You take that on your shoulders? I know. I'm not taking that on my shoulders. I, will, I don't take that, no. Because you can't. You have to see. The person lost his prayer. The person lost the ability to decide this simple thing. And this is... This is, okay, so this is, you are in the, in the, as an educator, you are obligated, whatever you can, to see the possibility of making a prayer. There you can be very helpful to work together with people which are even troubled, that you find the possibility to make a prayer. And that is a tricky thing, because you think because you are caught by that approach, that avoid means that you do the most righteous thing, being a matmid and being learning 24 hours. That is what we have to do. And it's not true. You have to do what you can do with your prayer. You have to be a London. You have to be a London. You have to understand that even learning one minute, one minute in a time which you can is worth a million. Yeah? One minute. Not even not even learning one posuk or for 10 minutes or something like this, it's worth. You have to be a London. What does it mean that you're connected to Torah? What does it mean? Rabbi Sohal Salanto worked on that very hard, that he wanted to establish that even people which are, which are occupied with work, they can be connected to Torah. And then suddenly, the connecting to Torah by Rabbi Sohal was not the learning of the text. No, was not. It was something else. Because you have to be a London. What does it mean being connected to Torah? What does that mean? Yeah. Or what does it mean davening? Or what does it mean ben adam What does it mean to smile to someone else? What does it mean helping someone else? You have to find a way how you can work on that. And that is your obligation as an educator in Torah is that you have to be a London 
and understand that those demands of Torah, they are able to show up in minor circumstances, in very small actions, in unbelievable small actions. And then the person feels, when you try, when you try to educate, right? The person feels that he can be productive and active in that realm. He can do that, yeah? He can. Okay, so that is your obligation. You have to do that, but it, it goes, that is the hand in hand with a mental illness professional, and you work with him hand in hand, and you are giving the person a possibility that he has a place to make a decision, even a small place, but the small place is unbelievable big. Only to show you that, Rabbi Sol, in one, in one letter, uh, one, in one letter, he says, why the Jewish nation was Zoyche to all these Nisim in Pesach, which that, that comes up. Well, there were Mentes Shaget too, but the way you say, I don't know what that means, but there were, there were Evid Avid so why were the Zoycha to Nisim Glui? They said because the, the circumstances were so difficult in Egypt to do anything, even the smallest thing they did was so big that they were Zoycha to Nisim Glui because of these things. So, okay? So whenever the circumstances are difficult in your personal life and your personal life is dragging you down uh, to a tremendous extent, you have to understand even the smallest thing has a content which is unbelievable big, and you have to be a London to see that. That's your work, yeah, Mashiach. I think there's a challenge somewhere that the mics there wasn't rain. And they told them, let's go to this person because he has a big schuss. They went to him, you need to die for rain. He said, you're coming to me, I'm nobody, what do you do? So I don't want to tell you, what do you do? He, he works in the base Zionist. This is the guy to come for rain. He says, yeah, we, we, we know you're the guy to come for rain. What do you do today? So he says, I went to the base Zionist and it was an Asia's ish that sold herself and said she needed money. And I felt bad and I went and I was, I, I was paid to her and I let her go free. So that, that's why he was loving Nam for rain. So he's the guy in his matzah. That was his, yeah. that was his. Well, you want to say that? Yeah. You see it over, you see it everywhere. But you have to be a London. That is your obligation. You have to be a London. How do you see that in all these life situations, which are so important, there is still a possibility that you are a boyfriend? So that is your work. But when you make mental illness, you have to be careful that you can't encourage that always. You have to, when it's called, then you have to try to refer that to the right person. So now I want to show you the, 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 the point, um, uh, the point, uh, how that works out, how that plays out. When we have a life situation, and we are speaking about life situations, so every life situation, you have things which you say naturally, Naturally, you have to be very, very simple. Naturally, a person would feel like this and this. Like, let's say, naturally, a person enjoys eating food. Yeah? Food, food is the thing you enjoy. So a person comes to you, a bochel comes to you and said, I feel bad with myself. And you know what? I, I lost my appetite. I don't enjoy food anymore. This is very dangerous. 
is extremely dangerous because this is a place where naturally you should have a connection to. And you lose this connection, that means you lose a deep thing by you, which is close to lose, you lose a freedom. You know, a person which has no taste in food is not able to eat right. Not because of anorexia, that is a different thing, but you lose, you lose my taste. For example, for young light, this, this is a thing which is, I, I did that, you know, when you have, when you lose interest in other people, you are not interested at all in relate to anyone, or you lose, and this is uh, uh, for, for the Obama, uh, when you lose the, 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 the time or the, the time in relationship to your wife, and you lose that, this is extremely dangerous, extremely, you can't go further on. From that point, you can't further on, because that's the point where you are on the cliff, because that means you lose your prayer, you lose your normal involvement in the world, and you lost the part of your personality, we are stuck, you are stuck, because that shouldn't happen, you know? So you have to be very sensitive, what are the, the, the places where a person should have a certain feeling or involvement with the world? Yeah, should be. And when a person loses that, their danger begins. And you may not go further on. You have to say, okay, now I don't work with you, but a little bit, you know, perhaps you eat once a month with a taste or things like this, but that's not the right place to do. Because that is losing the normal connection to the world. And there, the person enters a very dangerous zone. And you may not go further on. You have to refer to a mental health professional where he can evaluate whether he needs medical help or not. Not always needed, yeah, not always, but you have to refer. When a person feels that he is always, um, let's, make, let's say, uh, uh, a person feels that he is always under pressure because he feels that people are against him. So you have to be very careful that that's not a normal way to relate to people. And that's a way, that's a thing which could be a sign of a mental illness. Because normally, I don't feel that you are against me. Now you, you look at me with a face, and I don't know how to read your face. That would be a very dangerous face. You look at me like this. So I think perhaps he wants to kill me, you know. But that's the wrong message I got from you. You know, you know it's not even when you look at me like this, and you listen to me, you don't want to kill me. But people which feel that, it's a wrong it's a very wrong interaction with other people. There are other feelings which this you have to find that you are able to see. There are certain feelings a person comes to you which they are the sign of over here is a danger of mental illness. And normally the signs are that normal interaction with the world is distorted. Yeah? Because that is a very big sign that the guy is not able to make a decision because the basis is lacking. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't stand on a normal ground. So he can't make a normal decision. So that is what's going on with this mental issue, mental, mental issues vis-a-vis Musa. So it is not that Musa is a Musa or a void or work, the way we say it. it's not all Musa. So Musa goes on a void as a chef. But there is also a work which you do with your own media simply to, to arrange yourself in the world. It's not only what counts, it's not only that you are doing always the mitzvahs, that's a question of, of, of Musa, but not Musa is that you are arranging yourself in the world. So this is all based 
on that, that you are able to make the right decision. That's all based on that. All what you are is a boyfriend. You make decisions. You are by a crossroad. And you try to go the right way. And then you have to make a cheshman. And the cheshman, according to, Rabbi, to the Messina Shoshon, is Hefset mitzvah keneget schoro. Meschala veiro keneget That means you are taking into account the, the situation you are called in. That is the Hefset mitzvah and it's a schala veiro. That is the your own situation you are called in. And you are taking that into account what you are obligated and what you are called in and you make this shikul, you know. That's a very, it's, it's a very awkward way to say it, but that's what Chazal said, yeah? You have to make the cheshven of the hefs of mitzvah keneget schol, yeah? So, so you, when you are, when you are fruit, then you say, okay, I have to make that once in my life, and then I see that the schal mitzvah is much bigger than any hefs in the world, so I make it only once in my life, and that's it. And then you don't do what the Messiah Shalom says, because he says, by seeing every single crossroad, you do that. You make that again and again. Very awkward, that's right. Today, you would you would be happy to erase that. People are very happy to erase that. Schar mitzvah, the mitzvah is nothing. So you say by the age of 13 at your bar mitzvah, and from then and onwards, you know what's the truth, and you go with that truth. No. No. You see, the show says not like this. By every single crossroad you make again, that's cheshman. Because by every single decision, you take into account your life situation you are called in. Yeah? That's very important. And you take your life situation, you try to do that, you try to think, you try to think like a London. But when you see a person which is caught in some in something, you can't get rid of it. I, I, I remember I once was caught in a panic attack, you know. Rosh Hashanah, one o'clock in the morning. So now you can say it is because you are a tzaddik. No, it's not. It's not because I'm a tzaddik. I know why it happened to me. It happened to me out of an entirely other reason. And, and, and I was called in a panic attack one o'clock in the morning, Rosh Hashanah, and you have to down tomorrow. Tomorrow I have to down, you know, a long shmonessa, like the dollars. And it's one o'clock in the morning and can't go to sleep. So that was a loss of prayer. I wasn't able to go to sleep. You can't, I don't know whether you had one said, Panic attack when you are having a panic attack, you can't go to sleep. You can't. It's the last thing you want to do. But you have to go to sleep. So I I granted you how to deal with that, but that was not the knowledge of Musa. That was the knowledge of Musa. I, I dealt with that in a certain way, went away. Yeah? But when I wouldn't know that, I wouldn't say, you know, ah, but you know, it's such a big thing tomorrow. The, 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 the Shmona Esra said that I would be worse, you know. And then it would make it worse. And then it would make it worse. And I would come tomorrow to the Shachas Musaf like this, you know. Or it's match. I came to Shachas Musaf fine. Because I was able to sleep. Because I knew how to deal with that. But when you don't know how to deal with that, it's terrible. I believe me, it's terrible to be caught in a place where you can't do anything <clears throat> with the Months of your aim. It's terrible. You have no prayer. You have no prayer. Absolutely. Absolutely no prayer. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What if someone makes Khanes Medishikul? Uh, Man? What if someone makes Medishikul Sikha Mizvah and he finds out that there is a bigger Pesiyad Mizvah? So then you have to, then you have to, you have to, um, you have to. You have to tune down. That's the longest. You have to tune down. 
That means I have I I the mitzvah. Let's say the mitzvah is that I have to learn four hours without hefsek at least, or I have the curl at least three hours. You know, nine till one is the curl. So nine till twelve I have to learn without hefsek. Without, without any time looking up from the Gemara, you know that time was able to do that 18 hours. I see that I have a free time and I don't have a phone. I take my telephone out and I take everything out and I have a free time. No one, nothing, no one is bothering me. No one is bothering me. And and uh, I want to re- be really elder and I want to learn three hours straight. And I do that. I begin to learn. And then I collapse. Doesn't go. So what you do now? So that means the hefsek mitzvah is bigger than the scham. I can't do it. So what you do? Don't give up on learning. You have to tune that thing down. You know, and you have to say, okay, I will learn less. I will first see where, how much am I learn, able to learn now, in a normal way. Twenty minutes, half an hour. I will do it half an hour. From there, I build up. Because then the hefset mitzvah is not too much. But if I make the mitzvah as three hours learning, the hefset is too much. Yeah? It's too difficult. I can't do it. Okay? And when I force myself in such a place, I destroy myself. I have it myself. I can't tell you that it's, a, it's, a, it's only to show you how that works. Also, taking into account the life situation, perhaps to show you how that works. I, I was a mashir in yeshiva, for seven years, eight years, and then someone came to me and said, you are not in the right place dealing with Bochim. You have to deal with Jung Light. You have to open a curl and try to educate Jung Light. Very nice. I, I love learning. I, I love doing that learning. And I thought I was very happy that I don't have to run after Bochim. Where were you yesterday night? And why, 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 no, I don't have to run after Bochim. Jung Light, I leave them alone. I work with them. Learn with that. So I'm the Rosh Kernel, and we learn Hakrasiv. And Hakrasiv is one of the, when you learn Ksuvis and you learn from the beginning, it is the Chbiras Hasanim and the Psulan and Biyom Ravi, but when you learn Hakrasiv from the beginning, it is real Ksuvis. You know, people quarrel and you don't know what to do with the money. And you, it's unbelievable. And I wanted to learn, as we say, the Alab is four hours. So I'm the Rosh Kernel. But when you are Mashgiach, your head is kaput. That's what the Mashgiach does seven years, you know, because every 20 minutes you have to change your, your, mo- your mode. You know, how are you? Very good to see you. When you don't come to the Tfilah tomorrow, I'll kill you. Mazel tov for the Shida. You know, you, ch- change your, you change your brain every 20 minutes does something else. And that had a, a fa- effect on my own thinking process and was sitting there. Two hours, I was learning fine. After two and a half hours, I felt all these speakers, which you see the Bochim, and you can't sit, I myself, I'm the Rosh Hill. I myself sit like this, I can't sit through. After three hours, I go to take a cup of tea, perhaps that will help, didn't help. After three and a half hours, I asked my Chabrusa, perhaps do you have Problems to show by some help. To my amazement, the guy had and I was able to help him. But that's not the curl about, you know? That wasn't the curl about. So how do you do that? So now you are 
was lost. That was that was happening. I tell you what happened with me. So now, but you are now obligated to learn four hours. But I can't. I cannot. And now I begin to pressure myself. That's not pressure. I begin to pressure myself. Didn't work. Didn't do anything. I pressure myself. I can't. I can't learn four hours. That's the whole thing. Thing is, make a close. Till I found out, no, I don't have to focus. Why you do not learn four hours? I have to focus. Why do you learn two hours? I never thought about that. Why I am not in the beginning just sitting like this? Why I'm able to sit two hours? What is interesting for me in learning? Why do I learn two hours? And then I found out what, which kachas and nefesh are involved by me by learning two hours. And then I was by the next crossroad. I was able to see. I now take that kach a little bit further, and was able to push within within one week. I was able to learn four hours. Yeah, but not in the way that I took the chunk of four hours, tried to eat that. That didn't go. I tried took the two hours and I made them like this. But you have to be alone. I had to understand why do I learn two hours? I don't know whether anyone over here thought once why does he learn two hours? I don't know whether you know what is connecting you to learning. For sure, same thing I just spoke beforehand. It's such a big mitzvah for sure. What for sure? But what is connecting you to learning? It's for sure not what, what is by me. I have a very awkward way what connects me to learning. Why I'm interested in learning is not what interests most, most people. I'm not interested in that, what the most people are interested in. So that's an awkward way to connect. But I connect to learning, but I didn't know why I had to make this cheshman and nefesh, why I am collecting for learning. And then I was able to make that grow. That's called abundah. That's called clear. That's called I am a crossroad and I think which way to go. And it was difficult, but it was a difficulty which I was able to deal with. But the difficulty of four hours in a jump, I, was, I wasn't able to deal with. And I had to tune down. And then you can't grow. Yeah? So this is what Musa gives you. This is what the Musa is. That work with yourself. You work with yourself. But when you have, when you have a thing which you can't make a decision. And I believe, believe me, I went through such, such a thing by, by such a panic attack. I am not, I didn't take medicine. I had, I had a certain way how to deal with that because I learned it because I read the books, you know, that was the only time these books were, were, were helping me myself. I learned how to do that. And within a half an hour, I was back to sleep. But it was, it was a thing which I don't forget to be caught in a place where you have no prayer. It's the last place you want to be in. It's the last place. You don't want to be there. And now you come as an uh, educator and somebody's caught in such a place where he has no prayer and you encourage him and say, yeah, yeah, you know, and a little bit more and then another day and it will be okay. Where was she? Is it beneficial <clears throat> when you see that person in that place to sort of say, validate him and say, I understand that you're in a situation where you... You have to know how to do that. That is very helpful. I have to know how to do that. For example, I had a suicidal I had that twice in my life. Someone wanted to commit suicide in front of me. Not he didn't want to commit it in front of me, but it was in front of me, sitting in front of me. And that's the most 
the most disastrous situation you can be in because you feel that you are now responsible for their life and you can't tell the guy that that he shouldn't do it. You can't tell him because then he will be disconnected from you. But you can't tell him, okay, you do it, Gewaldi, just, but in a certain way you have to do that. You have to say, okay, no. you have to be very calm, very calm and you sweat and you be very calm and try to connect with the guy in his disaster. And that's a very tricky thing. You have to know how to do that and you have to have enough sensitivity uh, how to do that. But this is a general thing which you can learn in other situations too. But that, that technique, I think is, and I'm not saying going to teach it now, but that technique is, I think, is one of the most important techniques. No, the person person in front of you, that guy walks in, make it easier. He has three angels on his shoulder. Three angels on his shoulder. He walks in, he tells you, "Don't you see them all of them? I have three angels on my shoulder." Yeah. So there's two marks. One is yeah, anymore. There's no angels here. The other mark is yeah, I see them, but neither of them are correct, right? So the right way. When he is I, I, this, I can't know what the right way is. You seem to be under tremendous stress due to the angels that you feel that are on your shoulder. But that you could say. That's right. so, so but you can't say you see the angels. Yeah, right. <laughs> so either, no, either one, say both Mahalkum don't work. The Mahal that works is that you'd be. Yeah, it's Noishi Bonachavira. Yeah. So you have to learn how to be Noishi Bonachavira, tricky thing. That one of the most difficult miles, most difficult things to acquire is noisable chavela. But most people don't do that. When you go once a while to a, to a shiva, you want to say in a shiva, which people try to convince the guy that something very good happened to him. You were once such a shiva? No, some shiva, shiva. Shiva. I thought you said yeshiva, shiva, shiva court. Someone's nifta. Someone's nifta. Yeah, someone's nifta. And you go there, and then you see the people who try to convince us everything for the good. That's right. You never saw that? For sure. I was there. I saw a guy, his son was sniffed the day before, and he said, the guy in the film has said, if you would know how your son's dancing in Ganeda now, you'd be dating it. That doesn't last. That, that, no, that's not the right approach. No. No. No, Mamish, no. No, no. The situation is a disaster. Don't be afraid to be noisy. But we are afraid from all these things. We don't do that. And that's much easier than mental illness. The guy's not mentally ill. The guy's grieving. You know, it's not meant to be ill, but you don't want to be together with him. You want to be in another place. And then you want to schlep him into another place where he doesn't belong. No, he now belongs to the place where he is grieving. And you have to be with him. People don't do that. It's, it's a lack of Yeah, The beginning of that, that you can help a person, is that you are appreciating his life situation is in, and you go into that. So, so this even the life dangerous situation or the the, the the situation of someone which is definitely mentally ill, that's also the way to do it. But you have to work on nice No choice. But if you do that and make a mistake, it's much worse off than you were before. So, so, so I understand that you have to learn how to do that. So I don't then I told it. I should learn how to do that. Yeah. Um inspiration without uh, revealing the reality, what's in Makarov somebody? What is it? Is Mashkiach against inspiring somebody about revealing the reality what's in front of them? Not a time about to inspire somebody, but you know, the reality is not going to be the way it's so sweet you're making it. 
And that you, that you should tell him everything is for the good, things like this. A lot of times inspiration is that way. We want spark, it's so beautiful. I can cure, you know. But in reality, it's not really like that. In Kyiv, is different. Kyiv is a different thing. Yeah, I'm not exactly. so much. I'm not so much about that. I'm not about that. This inspiration has no no. The check is not covered. I know. I don't like these checks. You know, <laughs> you once went to the bank with the check is, and you thought you'll get the money and then you don't get it. So we don't like it either. No, you don't, you don't tell them about the Taras Mishpacha Kilts. I think Taras Mishpacha is the first thing you say by a Kilt. That's right. But people are against me because you create you create a, a time bomb by the guy, you know, when you don't tell them. And I think you can't speak about thousands of I did that. We frame people in a way which you really understand that it is a very, it makes really sense. So when you have a problem with that, then then, then you can't give it, you know. But we have no problem with that, and it is a makes really sense as the covet of the other person, and not out of. She is a princess. <laughs> you know, when you say that, I, I, I vomit, you know. My wife is not the princess, Bo Hashem. You know, no, she's not. She's a wife, a woman, you know. But she has her dignity and she has her private sphere and she things like this. And there's a big thing that you long, you are in one room, closed doors, closed windows, and you are together and you are longing one for the other. That's an unbelievable dimension in in personal relationship, you know, after the guy but you are in one room and no one sees you. The people are stunned when you give that over in the right way. They are just wow. They would never think like this. It's also science to connect there. It's the same thing. You don't you don't want to, you don't want to mention that the hefs admits the okay. I do understand that. I do understand that. But I gave a shield to a group which was there were fried people. There and I had no fear to say that, and that was very good for them. It was it was sincere, it was deep, it was something to strive to, it's for something they're not holding there, but they knew what's in store. And not I don't tell you, in store is only halas, which you could buy in the have two pito in the store makes the same job as your halas, which you might your wife made, and you you a candle lighting, you can put the electricity on. That's the same thing does a chain job, you know. You can put the electricity on according to the sheeters, you know. So you can put the electricity on and you buy the you can make shabbos. You know, I very much like the shoulder by Rabbi Satan. So shooters you get two small pitot in one plastic. That is Lechem Mishnah. Essence, you know, that's it. I wanted to import that for Shabbos by night, you know. I was this same clarity, but that's it, you know, finish, no problem. So, 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 but what you do, you sell this thing which smells so nice, but the real thing, you hide it, and then he wants to be closer or she wants to be closer, and then problems begin because they don't know what's in store. Yeah. To check without Kisui, you know. Okay, that's already killed by Yeah, but she. When when you said that you lost the Bechira, how can you even use the technique that you mentioned if you don't have the Bechira to use them? I mean, nobody, how, did, how did I work on that? On my panic attack, I don't have to tell you. What? If you lose the Bechira, how can you have the Bechira to choose to use the technique? Because you don't lose the Bechira everywhere. You are not like this. You lose the prayer to go to sleep. 
you that you can you can do other things. You are not stuck like this when you are depressed. <laughs> it's not that person who goes into a catatonish. It doesn't get the not movable. It's not, not movable. You can move. You can other things. But in that realm, I wasn't able. Yeah. So if you see a person that has limitations, so you can't tell him that he could do it. Yeah. Because of the So what do you tell him? You tell him, listen, you're mentally ill and you can't do it. You should see someone. <laughs> He's, 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 limitations? No. Limitations? No, 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 limitation but it was sick limitations. Anorexia or things like this, you have to go to tell me. Yeah, you're mentally ill. This is a question of how to say it. <laughs> you know, I once said that to a person, which was very helpful for the person, but that uh, depends what you want to do that. I did that, yes. But, uh, but it depends on how you're... How you're there was a person by me which was uh, had um, OCD, uh, very bad. A lady, they were married, a couple. OCD, very bad. And she was in treatment. And uh, she was in treatment. And uh, that was the case, she was in treatment. And, uh, and uh, the treatment didn't work really so much. And they came to me. So I said, uh, well, so and so, you went to your treatment by this guy, by the person there. What are you, is your goal in the treatment? And then she said, I want to get rid of the OCD. Yeah? So I told her, uh, my dear lady, uh, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what? You are Meshuggah, and you will be Meshuggah forever. That's what you are. But you don't have to be Meshuggah like this. You can't be Meshuggah like that. You can't be happy Meshuggah. Why not? You can be happy, and you can deal with that thing which you are. You don't have to be broken. And she went away, when I taken her back, she said uh, to her husband, that leichte is, she said, thank you very much, the way you say it in a quiet way, and said, that leichte is crazy. After a month or two months, I meet the husband, and he told me, I have to tell you something. My wife told me, the only thing which helped her ever was what you told her. Because I didn't deny the situation that she lost her prayer, but you can work with that. Nahon. So you, you have to arrange your life together with that, that you are not, not well. But you can't all you can't push that out always, you can't do that always. And that's what that's what, that's what I say that it's not everyone has the right or has the courage to say that, you know. You know, you shouldn't go to everyone and say, excuse me, uh, you know, that's not such, such a good idea to tell that people. But at that case, I knew them, so I said it. I said it in that way, and it was helpful. Depends whether they feel you want to help them or whatever it is. Okay. So what's the first step in order to reach that goal? Of being... I don't want to now to work on those Okay, that was it. What would be a more moderate way of telling the person that you might have a mental illness? It depends. Uh, there, are, there are people who speak about that. You can tell them there once in a while. I had. Uh, the people are much more receptive when you do that the right way, when you do that, than you think. You think the person gets ballistic when you tell them that. No. You don't have to mention the name of mental illness. You can say, perhaps there is an imbalance in you. There is a, there is a substance imbalance which affects your brain or whatever you say. You need to see a doctor. Whatever you say, you can't say that in that way. That normally they say it in that way. But, uh, but you, you have to find a way how to say it. But uh, people are much uh, happy when you acknowledge and appreciate the situation they are in. 
Much more than you think. What if you're like in denial? Okay, denial is another Okay, I don't know. I can't. Like, we can't deal with with all the different cases. Yoshi, um, how do we figure out how to tone down this behavior and show him how to? Because when I see he has no behavior, how do I help him find where is not the behavior? Uh, okay, so so when he has when he is caught in a dangerous situation, he needs treatment. But the treatment doesn't make everything okay. You have still to help it. And that's what I meant. You have to be alarmed. You have to find a minor thing in his life where he feels active. I'm, I do that. I'm not, I'm not, this, I do think now that mental illness 24-7, it's not the case. But, um, but once in a while, you feel depressed. I don't know when you feel that too. You know, in those, you look at me like this and I make jokes day and night. But once in a while, I feel depressed. Not depressed in a way which I can't move, but depressed, bad mood. Now I have no, I have no energy to do to prepare a she or things like this. What do you do then? So you force yourself to prepare a she. No, that's achzolus copy yourself. You don't want that. I have no care. What do I do? So I make, I order, I make order on my desk. That's it. Yeah, it's also being active. do you? I once in a while take the 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 the. The, the dust cleaner, yeah, the, the, what you can, that icing, you know, this, these things. I take that and I take away the dust from the behind, you know, and then here and on the forehead. And then I feel very happy because I did something. But when you would ask me, what is the purpose of all life to come into this world? It's cleaning up his desk. No, it's not. It's not. But in that situation, the cleaning up my desk is the activity which makes me feel that I am still active. And then from there, I can go further. Yeah? For example. Yeah? What could someone do with, let's say, he has his own reality and then the system has a different reality that's required for him to do. For example, let's say, let's say Seder. Seder's four hours. Yeah. The guy knows he could do two hours and maybe he could do another hour of mash. But you can't be sitting first in the This is one of the things which I think for people which have problems with that, the system once in a while is crushing them. So one has to find a way to do that. You have to find as a teacher, you have to find a way, or as a father, you have to find a way to do that. I had it with also with one of my children, wasn't able. So the system was so not ready for that. So I had to take him to put him on the on the margin of the system, you know. But the Edson that wasn't needed. Only the system didn't have an opening for such a boy. Yeah, I di- I didn't know myself what to do, but it developed nicely afterwards. You know, but it developed in another way than his friends, but a very positive way. Okay, at Khan, but finished. I have to finish one. That's <laughs> but my age. How do you know if a person is really stuck or he's really being lazy? How do you know? How do you really know if a person is not really working on himself, he's really stuck? And he really knows he's a leader. How do I know that? Laziness is is, um, not specific. A person is lazy is not specific. Laziness is something which spreads out everywhere. So when you see a person which is spreading out everywhere that he is not active, he's not, he's heavy, you don't have to say, think that he lost his prayer. And that a person normally is not lazy 
when it comes to food. That's what I meant beforehand. That means he's not a lazy person doesn't lose his taste of food. He doesn't. But a, a, a person which lost his prira, this is a specific thing which he loses. Not everything. Yeah? That doesn't occur like that, everything. It's very difficult for me to get out of the bed. But otherwise I'm functional, things like this. Or I feel I want to do a thing, but I have a low energy or things like this. That this these things, they are a sign. But a lazy person says, I don't want to do it, you know? And you know what say. So the, 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 the laziness is the thing which is overall. They say laziness is like mold. It's like obish. That's, that's what it is. So obish is not much. You, you don't, they are not obish only of one. It is the whole fruit or the whole thing gets moldy. Yeah? So that's what laziness is. Yeah, I think Mashmiya talks about in his mind where it's about being mouth and OCD. We need to, to train and I tell you, that was a maisa. He said that whole maimah because in in Bonivesh Nebach there was a bochel, which a bochel was considered to be a tzaddik, and he washed his hands and did all these things OCD bochel does, and they weren't aware. And he thought he's a tzaddik. And then he went to Tveria and he bought a bottle of, of uh, benzene, put it on the bed, put himself on the bed and burnt himself on the bed. And then, then, in Polish, he said, Weiss, you have to do something about these things, you know? And that's the mind because of that. But that's why he speaks about OCD. Because that bochel there had OCD. Yeah? Because that was a tragic situation and people didn't know that. They didn't know that there is an OCD going on and they thought it's Tzitkus. And there's nothing further from Tzitkus than this, you know? The, the, the long Shmona Esra, once why you see, and the long, uh, endless Shmona Esra, and, and then and you are very afraid, and you think perhaps he's really tzaddik, and you're going to attack all the oil of us. Okay, she wants me to, you, in Shmona Esra you speak, I always tell that to people, Shmona Esra you speak to the oil, that's right, that's what you do. So, you, so, you want me to speak like this? No. So, why the Boyoido wants that for me? If you speak to the Boyoido, no. So, why does he want that? Why do you have a halal in it that this is Tzitkus? Why, where does that stem from? From your insecurity? No, we have to be very secure. Feel a means to speak to the Boyoido. So you don't have to speak quickly. You can speak like a Talmud. You can speak very slowly and word by word. You can do that. But you can't have half an hour. No, then you don't speak anymore. I had that by me in Yeshiva. I had a bochel, which was very normal in the day, only down extremely long. And people thought he will be his mushuf. So I... That was a very, that was tricky. I myself also thought he's Mashur. I spoke with him and I saw that he's absolutely normal. The interaction with people is normal. The learning is normal. And I asked him about his, his, his davening. He says, I, I take his davening. I have these forum which are very inspirational. And I take this very seriously. That's why I daven so long. And it was Atkinikach that he davened long that when he, he was seeking Shiva after his father, he didn't go for the omen, the year. He didn't. 
because it bothers him. That's not good. That's not okay. I told him once a week, once a once a day you have to go mincha in front of Torah Madom. I referred to once a day, not more. And he did it. But I saw, and this was a courageous step. I saw the guy was normal. I mean, I, it was like Mishugaloish Adobo, that to Dhamma. It was normal. And then came the Shiduchim and they asked me, and I recommended the guy warmly because he was a very he was a very good person, and London and whatever you want. But he davened really very low, very so that's not always wrong. Eh? Very low. And I recommended him and they the shidduch worked out. After they made the shidduch, they had another daughter. They called me when I have another boy to propose to the other daughter because they were so happy with this with this first shidduch. Um, it's not always the way you think. People may behave differently than what you think has to be. You have to be big enough to see that. That people may behave differently, but you have to monitor that. Because once in a while, it's a sign of OCD, and once in a while, it's a question of whether it's a show. It's not clear. So that was the case. He wasn't compulsive. He simply was his life. He wasn't compulsive by it. That's what I felt. And I went for that. It was, I was shivering. I didn't know exactly whether I know exactly what's going on. Eh? I can't know, but I try. I gave him the benefit of doubt when he wants to say it because it was absolutely normal in the other case. And then he made a shiver and they were so happy that they said, uh, they want another one like this. Okay? At Khan, I had to go, I had to live with rest and then I had another shiver for waiting. Thank you very much.